is the best way to be heard and to ask you kindly to start this luncheon. I leave my brother continue. <laughs> We're gonna be, we will be very short. I just wanted to say thank you, uh, Olga and I. Thank you to all of you. It's the 25th anniversary of this forum. I wanted to show a picture uh, of me 25 years ago and now. I mean, Olga, you would not recognize because it was a baby. Uh, but you would have seen that I have kept my hair, except that it's a different color now. Uh, anyway, it's 25 years of a great effort uh, that we do from the bottom of our heart to promote Greece as a business and investment destination. And even more importantly, uh, we also celebrate the milestone of Greece having turned a completely new uh, page being in a new era of uh, stability, uh, growth, prosperity, and all the stars that are aligned for a great future. Uh, and of course, we have to thank uh, uh, Kyriakos Mitsotakis for this amazing transformation and his government team that is with us today. Uh, I will be very brief. Uh, I don't know if Paula wants to say anything. Um, we will ask uh, Nikos Tsakos and then uh, John Tuttle and uh, Janos Kondopoulos and, and Beth to say uh, a few remarks. Uh, and then we will have lunch and uh, we will, uh, uh, I'll read you a message from the Prime Minister and then we'll have uh, Minister Hadzidakis uh, um, and Evan from Google deliver us their keynote remarks. Um, I wanted to say to thank uh, the government representatives who Actually, I have to tell you congratulations to all of you. You all came. You have an amazingly packed program today, and uh, a lot of you are returning to Athens uh, right after. So it's, I mean, I, I really salute your commitment, and I thank you very much. I'd like to acknowledge, of course, uh, our keynote speaker, uh, Mr. Katsidakis, uh, the Deputy uh, Minister of Finance, Mr. Papathanasis, um, Mr. Saikouras, uh, the Minister of uh, Infrastructure and uh, Transport, uh, Mr. Skilakakis, who had to leave uh, already for the airport. I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. Uh, I also want to thank uh, uh, Jeffrey Pyatt and Joshua Hack. And uh, we are delighted to uh, welcome uh, the new ambassador to the uh, US, Ms. Katerina Nasika, and uh, for her first appearance. And tonight, we will be honoring Nikos Stathopoulos of BC Partners for his enduring uh, commitment uh, to Greece. Uh, we are actually very honored to have with us today three of uh, these major investors who are our honorees. John Paulson, who just came, Alex Potakidis, who was honoree the other, uh, the other uh, year, and uh, Nikos Stathopoulos. I'd like to say a big thank you to all the sponsors, uh, speakers, and to all of you. Nikos Tsakos, uh, Nico, if I can invite you to say a few things. Nikos, Nikos is uh, the lead sponsor of all of our events throughout the world for years, so we, we owe him a great uh, thanks. Well, Nico th and Olga, thank you very much. Uh, what a, an amazing uh, sold-out crowd this is. I think I've never seen it as busy, and I'm sure it's not only the food. Well done uh, to everybody. Uh, first of all, I would like to congratulate uh, Olga first and Nick and the whole Capital Link team for being so tenacious and bringing us here for 25 years under so many different circumstances and what uh, some of the years have been. So it's been uh, a great pleasure 
to be here today at a much better space than we've been uh, many times before. Secondly, I would like to say that I have to be very careful during lunch not to uh, stain my tie because it was given for me, uh, for me from uh, King Charles on the occasion of, uh, of <laughs> that, that he wore it in his last uh, meeting uh, when he met uh, the British uh, Prime Minister. Uh, but I see we have His Excellencies also wearing the same tie in a less uh, stainable uh, color. Thank you very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a great pleasure to, to see so many of you, as I said, here today. Uh, this is uh, a Greek day to remember, and it's an opportunity for us to celebrate uh, our 30 years as a public uh, company. It's been uh, two years of uh, celebration. Last year, we celebrated 20 years on the New York Stock Exchange, and this year, 30 years as a public company uh, altogether. So the, it's good that uh, celebrations are finally getting over so we can do some work. It seems that this uh, Greek day, for once, uh, the, the stars are aligned, both for the industry I represent, the maritime industry, and, the, and our country, and the impressive growth uh, that uh, Greece uh, is, uh, is doing right now. Both shipping and the Athens Stock Exchange are in our top performers. The solid efforts of the Greek government, uh, headed by uh, the very strong leadership of Kyriakos Mitsotakis and his teams, are bearing fruits and make all of us very proud to be here. Greece is a beacon of stability in a very unstable neighborhood, and uh, we have to stay and become even stronger. For this, I want to congratulate and thank all the members of the government and the Greek executives that uh, are so tirelessly promoting the Greek cause here and elsewhere. Uh, and you have been becoming ambassadors of the Greek miracle. And I wish you all health and good luck in your efforts going forward. Kali dinami, kales yortes, kala Christugena. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Uh, that gave, uh, that reminds me, I have to thank uh, the CapTeling team for an amazing job. Uh, thank you for putting up with me and working hard, long hours and delivering great results. Thank you. Um, now I would like to ask um, if I can have, uh, if I can have uh, the, uh, the, the picture with the New York Stock Exchange bells uh, to come up. So by the way, our conference it's not a Greek conference. It's an international summit about Greece taking place uh, in New York. It's organized together with uh, the New York Stock Exchange and the Athens Exchange and major global banks. And I'd like to ask John Tuttle, I think a picture speaks louder than anything I can say. L look at this amazing track record. I'm so moved by that. 19 years of consecutive celebrations at the New York Stock Exchange, uh, honoring the partnership between the New York Stock Exchange and Greece. And therefore, I would like to welcome John Tuttle, the chairman of the exchange, who has been a great friend of uh, Greece and Capital Inc. Things happen because we have commonality of values and interests, but things happen because the right people are involved. 
and I couldn't imagine a better friend and partner uh, than John. I, I simply want to thank you very much. And if you allow me, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot. We have uh, what I call the Capital Inc. Appreciation Award. I think after 19 years, uh, it is safe to say thank you in a tangible form with uh, this award. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very thank much. You so much. Thank, thank you so much. much. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is amazing. Thank you. 19 years. Now, well, we look forward to tomorrow as well, yes. too. And you can even see not even COVID could stop us. We have you up there virtually Nicholas bringing the Bell is listed for 30, so we are only at the 19th year. Half, half of the blue ties I own were gifted by this man. So uh, thank you. But, uh, but thank you so much for the partnership and excellencies and, and distinguished guests. It's, it's wonderful to be back here as well. Obviously, Nicholas and, and Olga, you are dear friends of the New York Stock Exchange. And we're just so proud to do what we can in our small part in highlighting the great story of Greece. You know, what, what, what you do every year and, bringing, and throughout the year in bringing together leaders from the public sector, from the private sector to not only share ideas and build relationships, but as you can see from this room today, you're the type of people that deliver a lot of outcomes as well. And so we're thrilled to play the small part we do in providing a platform for Greek issuers to raise capital that they can use to grow and expand their businesses, to launch new products, to tap into new geographies, and, uh, but also more importantly, to provide a platform for the world to invest in Greece. So thank you for a wonderful partnership here. Congratulations on 25 years. We thank you very much. And to much. many more. So thank we you very much. We look forward to the next 19. So, thank you. So the two exchanges, <laughs> Nice and Athens exchange. There we go, perfect. Oh, there's the cameras. <laughs> Dear friends, I'd like to uh, thank you, John. I'd like to welcome uh, Janos Kondopoulos, the CEO of the Athens uh, Exchange. I'd like to thank Janos. Janos, uh, I don't want you to think that we appreciate uh, and like you less than we do, John, by not presenting you with a plaque. But uh, I want to say thank you very much. Under your leadership, you have transformed the uh, Athens Stock Exchange. And, and we're delighted and honored with your friendship and support. And thank you for being with us today. Absolutely, Nikos. Thank you very much for the very kind introduction. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to extend my warmest uh, greetings and thanks to all of you who have gathered here today for the 25th Capital Link Invest in Greece Forum. And I want to also express my deep appreciation to Nikos, Olga, and the entire Capital Link team for their outstanding efforts in organizing this remarkable event. As we come together in New York once again, I'm delighted to represent the Athens Stock Exchange at this prestigious gathering of Greek American entrepreneurship and global business leaders. It is a pleasure to see so many familiar faces and new acquaintances in the audience. To our esteemed ministers and excellencies, your presence here today is greatly appreciated, and we thank you for your unwavering support of this important initiative. This year marks a significant milestone for me personally also, as it's my second year participating in this forum and my second year leading the Athens Stock Exchange. It has been an eventful journey, and I firmly believe that with the collective support of everyone here, we are entering a new era of growth and prosperity. Reflecting on the year that has passed, I'm pleased to report that 2023 was a year of remarkable progress for the Athens Stock Exchange. We have achieved top-tier performance in numerous international index rankings. Our strategic roadmap for growth is well-defined, and we are tirelessly working to position the Athens Stock Exchange as a developed market and a leading regional financial institution in Europe. Furthermore, our pipeline of new listings continues to grow, and we eagerly anticipate welcoming dynamic companies 
seeking to access new sources of capital through primary or joint listings on our exchange. Our strategy aligns seamlessly with the national strategy for the development of the Greek capital market. We maintain close collaboration with the Ministry of Finance, the Ministry of Development, as well as partners like the EBRD and other European entities. Together, we are creating an environment that is not only conducive to listings, but also attractive to investors seeking opportunities within the Athens Stock Exchange. In 2024, we remain committed to growing the Athens Stock Exchange. We firmly believe that a robust capital market is a cornerstone of a sustainable economic growth for Greece. In conclusion, I would like to express my gratitude once again to all of you for being here today. I look forward to the conversations, collaborations, and connections that will undoubtedly transpire over the course of this forum and to meeting each of you in person. Nikos, I extend once again my congratulations to you and the entire Capital Link team for your exceptional work in making this event a reality. Here is to a successful and productive forum. Thank you very much. Dear Janos, thank you very much. And John, thank you to both uh, the heads of the two exchanges. Your contribution and support means a lot to us and it's very material in uh, putting this event together. And uh, dear friends, I'd like to thank um, also all the sponsors of uh, the event uh, whose uh, generosity helped us put this event together. Um, Goldman Sachs is the lead sponsor of this event. And uh, with uh, this occasion, I'd like to ask uh, Beth Hammack to join us uh, and deliver uh, her remarks. Beth is, um, the, uh, is the co-head of the Global Financing Group uh, and a member of the Management Committee of Goldman Sachs. As you can imagine, a very, very senior person uh, in a very important uh, organization. Um, she's also a member of the Executive Committee of the Investment Banking Group. Uh, if I, she has a long and very successful career, I'll only mention that uh, she was also the global treasurer for Goldman Sachs, and she used to be the uh, CEO of um, Goldman Sachs Bank. In concluding, I'd like to say that Beth joined uh, Goldman Sachs in 1993, so you have a 30-year anniversary at uh, Goldman Sachs. You became a partner in the two th uh, you became uh, a partner in 2010. So uh, it's uh, great to have you with us, and thank you to Goldman Sachs, to Dimitri Kofitsas, Harry Eliades, uh, for your enduring help and support and for uh, sharing the uh, heavy burden with us. Beth, the floor is yours. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so I, th I think the fact that I started in 93 just means that I'm old, but apparently I've kept my hair and my hair color, although it may not all be natural. <laughs> So we do our best. But thank you very much, Nicholas and Olga. Thank you so much for having me here. And thank you to Harry and Dimitris for inviting me to join you today at this amazing uh, convening of such a, a great group of leaders. I mean, amazing to have a, the 25th anniversary of the Capital Link Conference in such a fantastic gathering for the country of Greece and for the investor community in New York. Um, we at Goldman Sachs are incredibly proud and honored to be a lead sponsor and to support this initiative for the 12th year in a row. After a long period of adjustment for the Greek economy, the country has now become one of the most open and fastest growing economies in Europe, attracting vast interest from the institutional investor community. Greece is expected to record one of the highest growth rates in the Eurozone in the coming years and is set to benefit from the largest and fastest debt reduction relative to any other developed economy. This incredible performance 
was highlighted by the country's recent improvements in credit rating this fall, both by S&P and most recently by Fitch, returning to investment grade after 14 years. Congratulations to the Greek government on a remarkable transformation during a very challenging macro environment. Over the past few years, the country's capital markets have performed extremely well on the back of robust performance of the Greek economy. The recent equity placement by the Greek government of its 22% stake in the National Bank of Greece was one of the most successful European equity offerings in 2023 and the talk of the town in both London and New York with the investor community. The transaction attracted enormous interest by the most important global equity investors with final demand exceeding over 8.5 billion euros for a 1.5 billion euro transaction to achieve final pricing of a very modest 2.5% discount. Goldman Sachs was extremely proud to support the National Bank of Greece and the Greek government on this marquee transaction. It's clear that political stability, the strength of the Greek economy, the ratings trajectory, and the successful placement of recent deals have driven a sea change in investor sentiment towards Greek issuers. We've witnessed a meaningful expansion in the investor universe in recent equity and debt deals as more long-only and fundamental accounts are participating. We're also seeing a transition away from emerging market investors towards more developed market funds. We believe these trends have further to run as the Greek economy continues to perform benefits from further credit ratings upgrades and the Athens Stock Exchange reaches developed market status in the coming years. As most of you know, we at Goldman Sachs have a long history in Greece supporting the Greek government, banks, and corporates with capital raising, advising companies in mergers and acquisitions. Since 2021, we have advised companies like NBG, PPC, Piraeus Bank, and Alpha Bank to raise more than 5 billion euros of new equity to support their growth plans. We've led more than 25 billion euros of institutional debt offerings across banks, corporate, and government sectors. We've advised in cross-border M&A transactions, including the investment by Macquarie Group into the country's electricity grid, and the expansion of PPC in Eastern Europe with the acquisition of Enel's assets in Romania. We expect the Greek pipeline in M&A and capital markets to remain strong as international investor sentiment towards Greece further improves and as global markets continue to recover. In addition, we are consistently one of the largest primary dealers of Greek government debt and one of the largest derivative counterparties to the Greek PDMA in their transformational work over the past five years to, structure improve, to structurally improve risk management of Greek sovereign debt. Due to the PDMA's focus, Greece now has one of the most attractive debt profiles, both one of the longest average maturities and lowest servicing costs in Europe, and one of the most attractive globally. Congratulations to the PDMA team for their outstanding service to the Greek people, and our thanks to you for your trust over all these years. One final milestone to note in our long commitment to Greece, consistent with the firm's strategy, is our private equity investments in the country. After our successful investment in the Sani Ecos Hotels, Goldman Sachs Asset Management recently closed its first control investment in Greece by acquiring the Zenia Hotels in Halkidiki. This 200 million euro investment inv includes the acquisition and the complete redevelopment of the hotels. We're very excited about the prospects of Greek tourism, myself including, having spent a long weekend in Mykonos this summer, and are looking for more opportunities in the Greek hospitality sector. In closing, we at Goldman Sachs are proud of our long history of support for Greece. It, it is this depth of knowledge and the relationship that makes us so bullish on the prospects for the Greek economy. 
The opening of our new office in Athens solidifies our long-term commitment to and our partnership with the country and highlights our conviction that Greece is set to thrive in the global capital markets in the years to come. So thank you very much to my colleagues, to all of our clients, and most especially to the ministers, your excellencies, for having me here today. Thank you very much. I would like to invite our keynote speaker, but before he comes, I have a message from the Prime Minister. His very heavy schedule did not have the chance to send us a video message this time, but he was very kind to send uh, a greeting, and I will read it. Message to, to the 25th Annual Capital Link Investing Greece Forum. I'm delighted to be once again opening the Annual Capital Link Investing Greece Conference. This is the fifth time that I have the opportunity to address the forum as Prime Minister. And more than any other year, I'm confident that Greece is on the right track. It is my firm belief that, as the title of this year's conference suggests, that now is the time to accelerate investments for sustainable growth. So allow me to repeat my message from 2019. This is the time to invest in Greece. We have proven we can change. And do not have any doubt we will continue on the same path of stability, consistency, and reforms. Because this is the path that makes our country stronger. Kyriakos Mitsotakis, Prime Minister. So thank you to the, prim, the Prime Minister. And I think that's a wonderful opening to uh, the Minister of National Economy and Finance, Mr. Kostis Kadidakis, to deliver his keynote remarks. I'd like to thank him because he has been um, a long-time supporter of, uh, of our event. As he will say, he's been here, he's been here before. 2012, I think. 2012. But he, but he looks younger. I don't know how he does it. He has to tell us. So anyway, dear Minister, thank you very much for being with us. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like, first of all, to express my thanks to Olga and Nikos for inviting me once again to participate in this Capital Link for Forum. It is a pleasure for me to address such an excellent audience. Eleven years ago, Nico and Olga, I was here as Minister of Development and Investments at the time. My aim was to persuade a reluctant, I would say, audience to invest in Greece. Some of you uh, may have been in the audience at the time. I have to admit that I wasn't very successful. There were, of course, some exemptions. For example, we attracted some investments in Greek banks. But overall, the audience remained unimpressed. I don't blame them. Back then, Greece was going through a dramatic, unprecedented crisis. A crisis that uh, had uh, wounded the country. Our international reputation had been depleted. We all now agree that uh, this, despite the efforts made during the previous decade, the crisis decade 
has been a lost decade for Greece. Today, the event is taking place in a different, very different context. Judging from what I hear in the international fora I attend, judging by Greece's international ratings, judging by my private discussions with business people, I suspect that my job this time as the finance minister of the Prime Minister Mitsotakis should be easier. In Brussels, my colleagues in the Council of Ministers constantly praise Greece as a success story and positive surprise. Last week, the Secretary General of the OECD, Matthias Korman, mentioned our new insolvency framework, Christos, as a best international practice. I refer to my predecessor, Christos Taikouras, who adopted this insolvency law. <laughs> the Economist has recently awarded Greece gold medals for the way it is handling inflation and the green transition, Mr. Payet. We had successive upgrades of our credit ratings. And we have now regained investment grade after 13 years by most credit agencies, including S&P, Fitch, and the Canadian DBRS. We have been getting investments from big American companies, such as Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Pfizer, Cisco, and of course, JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs. I would like also to add to this list the investments, the American investments in the Greek shipyards where the former American ambassador to Greece, Mr. Payat, worked in an excellent way with uh, the Greek ministers in charge. We thank you, Ambassador. The question that comes after all these things to my mind is the following. Should I continue to speak or should I stop here? Because you are convinced that Greece is offering great opportunities. But since I'm here, and uh, since I'm supposed to have the keynote speech, today I would like to tell you a few words. First about what has changed in Greece over the last years, what was the recipe. Second about what our policy priorities are in the near future. And third, why those who haven't yet invested in Greece should do so. Let's deal with the first question. What has changed in Greece? As you know, the economy has rebounded quickly from the COVID pandemic. 
we recorded high growth rates of 8.4% in 2021 and 5.6% in 2022. And this year, GDP growth is expected to reach 2.4%. This is almost three times the Eurozone average. It is important that this growth has been inclusive and job-rich. More than 350,000 new jobs have been created over the last four years. And unemployment is down to pre-crisis levels. That explains the victory of new democracy in the recent elections. The drivers of this growth are also notable. Exports have now reached almost 50% of GDP. This is almost 30 percentage points higher than 10 years ago. 30 percentage points higher. The share of investment in Greek GDP is also increasing, and we are starting to rebuild our capital stock. This includes significant inflows in terms of FDIs, which in 2021 and 2022 have set new records, 5.3 and 7.9 billion euros respectively. Last but not least, Greece has achieved fast fiscal consolidation. And this, despite providing wide-ranging temporary support to households and businesses due to COVID-19 and the energy crisis. More precisely, the public debt to GDP ratio dropped by 35 percentage points between 2020 and 2022. It is expected to decline further by 20 percentage points this year. This reduction is one of the fastest, if not the fastest, fall in debt to GDP ratio in Eurozone's history. We have also restored primary surpluses one year earlier than planned, we expect 1.1 primary surplus this year, despite natural disasters and all the other relevant problems we had to deal with. The question is, how did all this happen? Was the positive performance I outlined before merely the result of luck? Did the gods of Olympus help? Did the universe conspire in favor of Greece? The truth is, is, of course, that none of the above happened. The reason behind this change is that we have finally learned our lesson. We understood that the country cannot live above its means that you cannot have investments without investors. You cannot have employees without employers. This is what we learned in Greece. 
And we have elected twice a government that followed specific policies which brought these specific results. This is the government of Kyriakos Mitsotakis. We, we pursued a prudent fiscal policy that restored market confidence. We reduced taxes and social security contributions, thus making the economy more competitive. We simplified licensing procedures and improved the business environment. I myself as labor minister proposed reforms which uh, were adopted later on that modernized the labor market following best European and international practices. I believe that what we are witnessing in Greece today can be described as a common sense revolution. It is a common sense revolution, ladies and gentlemen. The populist rhetoric which had dominated the public discourse is now out of fashion. It has been replaced by a rational approach which focuses on solutions and results. That is why the populist opposition was defeated in a spectacular way last May, last June. We are not trying to reinvent the wheel. We follow best European and international practices, as I said. Of course, we still have a way to go, and we don't ignore the challenges we have to face. Among them are short-term challenges, such as the energy crisis and the inflation resulting from it, but also long-term challenges, such as climate crisis and the digital transition. However, I believe that we can safely, that we can now say quite safely that we have left the worst behind us. Obviously, the sacrifices and efforts that we made to achieve this must not be wasted. But uh, we do not just want to preserve the gains that we have achieved. We also want to take a further step forward. We want to make Greece a modern European country. We have put in place a unique window of opportunity to transform the Greek economy into a model of fast, sustainable, and inclusive growth, leaving no one behind. And we are determined to take this opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, I firmly believe that uh, what I described, the objectives I described, after the storm, the unprecedented storm we experienced last decade, is simply our patriotic duty. It is our patriotic duty to ignore populism and to continue pressing ahead with all the necessary structural reforms for, my, for our country. I finished with what has changed in Greece. Let me now refer to our policy priorities for this term of the government. I was not appointed 
as Minister of Economy and Finance by Mr. Mitsotakis to overhaul the policy of my predecessor, Mr. Staikouras. I will follow the same path, the same policies that led to these impressive results, while at the same time making all the necessary reforms that can bring Greece to an even higher level. This is our approach. And we move forward, therefore, our economic policy, and uh, as we move forward, uh, our economic policy uh, is going to be based on four different pillar, pillars. First of all, we will strive to further improve our public finances through fiscal prudence. This is something I always repeat. Over the next years, we expect to have primary surpluses above 2% of GDP to reduce further public debt. And by 2026, the debt to GDP ratio will be reduced by another 25 percentage points to 135% of GDP. Are these forecasts, someone would say, overly optimistic? Judging by experience so far, the opposite is more likely. In recent years, our economy has systematically exceeded the forecasts. And our goal is to continue positively surprising everyone, both inside and outside our country. Fiscal prudence is non-negotiable because it is the prerequisite for everything else. Second, we'll intensify our efforts to diversify and modernize the Greek economy to make it more productive, more dynamic, more extrovert. We don't forget that the basis of our problems were the so-called twin deficits fiscal deficit, but also the deficit concerning the current account. H how will we achieve that? By further developing sectors where we have comparative advantage. Just to mention a few, agri-food, a surprise uh, for us, pharmaceuticals, and of course, renewables. By supporting innovation and knowledge-intensive activities, with high added value, by providing incentives for business growth, by facilitating the digital and green transi transition through grants, but also by the issuing of the first green bond in the Greek history, by relying on Greek shipping and on uh, tourism sector, and also by addressing endemic problems such as tax evasion and tax avoidance. And we recently adopted a very significant report, uh, uh, reform uh, covering 11 different sectors. Apart from fiscal prudence and the effort to make uh, an economy which will be more uh, productive and dynamic, the third front uh, has to do with the banking sector. 
will continue our efforts to improve the prospects of our banking system. In this context, we are proceeding as planned with the divestment program of the state from its holdings in banks, in the systemic, the four systemic banks. Eurobank has made the start by buying back a small stake uh, held uh, up to now, up to September, by uh, state, by the so-called HFSF. Unicredit, the Italian bank, has acquired a 9% stake in Alpha Bank. This is the first big deal between a major European bank and a systemic uh, Greek bank since the financial crisis, the first deal. We have also completed the selling of a 22% stake in the National Bank of Greece, NBG, to Greek and foreign investors, a very successful sale that was oversubscribed several times with the, a very, very small uh, discount uh, in, uh, the last, uh, during the last years. The fourth systemic bank, Mr. Paulson, Piraeus Bank, will soon follow. Next year, anyway. We are also fostering competition in the banking system. We have enabled recently non-banking institutions to provide loans. This is a practice followed by many other European countries. Also, we encourage the emergence of the so-called fifth pillar in our banking sector not only the four systemic banks, other banks outside this system. We are finally stepping up our efforts to deal with NPLs, non-performing loans. We have already achieved a vast reduction in the NPL ratio, but will continue in order to strengthen the health of our banking system. So, fiscal prudence, uh, a competitive extrovert economy, robust banking sector, the three priorities. Fourth, we'll intensify our efforts to attract investments. That's why you're here. Although, as I said, I believe that we are, you, are, you, are, you are already convinced to invest in Greece. We have to close the investment gap created during the crisis. We have set a goal of increasing investments by 70% by 2027. How are we going to achieve this objective? First, we'll continue improving the business environment. We'll focus in particular on speeding up the delivery of justice and modernizing the public sector. The ministries of justice and the ministry the Ministry of uh, Interior as well, are already dealing with these reforms. Second, we'll make full use of all funds available to Greece through European financing programs. We have Mr. Papathanasis here, the alternate finance minister, dealing exactly with this issue, the European Union 
funding, the cohesion funds, and NARAREF, which is an enormous opportunity for Greece. Thirdly, we will improve the management and financial performance for public property. Key vehicles to achieve this includes privatizations and mainly concession agreements. Ladies and gentlemen, that these four priorities are the priorities of the Mitsotakis government for this term. At this point, point, I would like to share a secret with you. A secret which brings good news for me, but also for you. This time in Greece, there is a unique opportunity, a unique constellation of circumstances. On one hand, we have the right economic policy mix that brings concrete results. On the other hand, we have political stability. At the same time, a stable government determined to press ahead with all the necessary reforms to make Greece even more business-friendly country. This is good news for me because it, that makes my job easier. After dealing with a lot of hot potatoes in the ministries I served before, dealing with privatizations, uh, other uh, very thorny issues, and so on. But uh, this development is also good news for you because it promises good return on investment. That is why I expect that this time my effort to convince you to invest in Greece will be more successful than it was 11 years earlier in this place, in this forum. Ladies and gentlemen, over the previous four years, Greece achieved a remarkable economic turnaround. We emerged as the pleasant surprise of Europe and the world. We have proven that we can resist the populist temptations of loose fiscal policy. We have proven that we can undertake ambitious reforms irrespective of political costs. The Greek people has regarded the government of Kyriakos Mitsotakis with an emphatic electoral victory. Greece is again an exception, but this time a positive exception. We have a stable government and clear mandate to change our country. We are determined to succeed in this historic task. That is why I take this opportunity to invite you to participate in this transformative journey. Thank you very much. Maybe if I do it now, it works. <laughs> so we usually have a speaker from the government and then a speaker from the industry. And um, unfortunately, uh, Peggy Adonaku uh, could not, from Google could not be with us today, uh, but we have uh, a colleague of hers who is going to be in her, um, in, in her stead. 
But before I invite Evan to the podium, let's see a, a short video that Peggy has sent uh, explaining why she's not here with us today. Kalispera. Hello, everyone. I'm really sorry I cannot be with you today and it will have to be through a pre-recorded video message through my cell phone, as you can see. As I really wanted to be with you today in New York, but unfortunately COVID got in the way. So I'm still back in, um, in Athens. But uh, my dear colleague, Ivan Kotsovinos, who is a vice president for Google based out of New York, was kind enough um, to be there with you today. So he will talk to you um, about all the great stuff that we're doing as Google in Greece. And also, you know, um, talk a little bit about the context of uh, technology, AI, and all the fantastic uh, technological advancements and opportunities that we have here with us. Um, we did just celebrate literally last week the 15th anniversary of Google in Greece. I am um, happily leading the business for Google in Southeastern Europe the past, over the past four years. So I'm really optimistic, really proud of what we have achieved over this past 15 years. Especially I would say that um, in the last year with the announcement of the data region that we plan to build um, in Athens, we reaffirmed our commitment and our presence uh, in Greece and also essentially it was a big vote of confidence I think in the prospects that Greece has um, as a country you know for the next 15 years to so to speak. Um, I was happy to be in a fireside chat with the Prime Minister and Mr. Yoshi Matias uh, where we discussed essentially you know, what can AI do for our country? What is the strategic vision for the government who, as you probably know, just formed um, an AI committee, advisory committee, that I think shows the commitment of the country to technology going forward. And we're very, very excited to be a partner in this, hence the theme of together, because I really think that, you know, technology and um, prosperity basically need collaboration. We also had a uh, neuroscientist from Cambridge on stage that showed that um, the, the human brain actually functions better in collaboration. Literally, our brain works better when we collaborate. And I think this is why everyone is here today um, to collaborate and you know, come up with fantastic ideas about the future of Greece, which I'm confident it will be bright. So thank you so much. And I'm just uh, hoping that I can be there with you next year. So see you in uh, 2024. And I hope you, had, you have a fantastic day today. So with this, uh, I would like to uh, introduce uh, Evan, who is going to give us a 10-minute uh, uh, set of remarks. Evan is a vice president and general manager at Google, where he leads strategy, product, and engineering for the life cycle of data across Google. So his strategic focus is on planet-scale solutions that protect the security and privacy of data of Google's billions of users around the world. And with this, Evan, thank you for being with us and stepping in. Thank you for having me, Nicola and Olga. Photography, yeah, sounds good. Uh, what an honor to be here. Thank you, thank you for having me. Um, as Peggy mentioned just before, just 10 days ago, Google celebrated our 15-year anniversary in Greece. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about Google's journey in Greece and why we're excited about the future. Google has done some really amazing things in the country. Um, and I'll highlight three areas, tourism, cloud, and climate. In tourism, 
if you happen to walk around Times Square, uh, today you will notice a large billboard that, that reads, Athens, the city is the museum. That's the official international campaign of um, the Ministry of Tourism in Greece. And it was made possible through a partnership between Google and the ministry to create an application that uses maps and delivers curated walks that allows visitors to experience Athens in a completely new way. Um, and it's part of a longer-term partnership with the Ministry of Tourism that's called Grow Greece with Google uh, that really has many aspects and is, is focused on growing the tourism uh, industry in the, in the country. As part of the program, Google traveled to over 100 cities and islands in Greece, offering training to over 275,000 uh, tourism and hospitality professionals around the country. Uh, and the program helps them both develop their digital skills as well as their sustainability skills, reaching a global audience and uh, obtaining green certifications. In cloud computing, uh, a year ago we doubled down on our commitment to Greece with the announcement of the first Google Cloud region in the country, providing cloud services for Google's customers and supporting the digital transformation of Greek organizations. Uh, that's a major investment. It's uh, projected to contribute $2.2 billion to the country's GDP uh, and to create almost 20,000 new jobs in the next 10 years. We are thrilled about the opportunities to help Greek companies dream higher, succeed in expanding in the most competitive of markets, and achieve a truly global reach. Uh, also, last week, we announced a, a $1 million open call to Greek universities to partner with us to develop a cybersecurity curriculum as part of our European security program. In climate, we announced another $1 million through our philanthropic arm, Google.org, that's focused on Greek NGOs and municipalities developing programs to mitigate climate impact and to adapt to climate change. Lastly, um, we all witnessed the catastrophic wildfires and unprecedented floods in Greece in the past few months. We are in active discussions with the government in Greece on how Google can bring our best AI capabilities to help predict and respond to uh, wildfires and floods. So we're really proud about our journey in Greece over the last 15 years, but we're even more excited about the future. And what is particularly exciting about the future is the coming together of two trends. One, Minister Hadzidakis broke the secret, so you know I don't have news to deliver here, but the fact that Greece, for the first time in a while, is not only politically and economically stable, but also increasingly set up in a way that is friendly to investors, like truly friendly to investors. It's the first time we see this in a long time. Um, I recently met with representatives of the country's leadership, Minister Franco Yanis, uh, Mr. Patelis, and others, and universally, the commitment to investment and growth is, is plain to see across the board. Secondly, the incredible technological and ultimately societal moment that we're in with a transformation that will be driven by AI, artificial intelligence. To take just a moment on the enormous opportunity of AI and the potential here, over the last few months we've witnessed a dramatic increase in interest, excitement, new products in generative AI, as I'm sure you have all seen. Um, Google is an AI-first company. We've been leaders in research and have used AI in our products for a long time. Just last week, we announced our most recent family of models called Gemini, which is natively multimodal. What that means is the models are trained not just on text, but on videos, images, music, computer code, and other types of things. And so they're much more powerful in the way they can communicate and reason about the world. 
And they also come in different form factors. Large forms, which, run, which are very capable of running data centers, and small forms that can run on your mobile phone. And so there's a, there's a truly a Cambrian explosion of AI capabilities happening right now. Um, we're committed to developing AI boldly, but also responsibly, and doing this with governments, with civil society, with academia, and with businesses. You probably don't know this, but AI has a Greek side to it. Um, I recently found out that 11% of Europe's top AI talent comes from Greek universities, which is astonishing if you consider the proportion of, uh, you know, the, the Greek population as a proportion of the European Union. We are in a truly unique and promising moment with this confluence of AI's rapid progress, the talent available in AI, and Greece's readiness and openness and ability to look to the future with optimism and excitement and stability for the first time in a while. Um, so Google is here and committed to partnering with you on this journey uh, to help reap these opportunities. We welcome your input on how best to align our presence in Greece with the needs of Greeks and Greek society, and also with the country's priorities for growth, providing the technological solutions to create positive change. Uh, the next few months and years will be pivotal in building these partnerships, and we're looking forward to building a bright future together. Um, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to reflect on the past, present, and future. Uh, and just in closing, uh, so my, my mother is from Crete. We, we visit Crete regularly every, every summer. And uh, I recently learned that one of the world's largest online car rental platforms is run out of a small village in Crete, um, which is sort of hard to imagine. But they use Google Ads and Google Cloud and are able to reach a truly global audience out of a small village in Crete. Why not? That's the power of partnering the right way and delivering benefits to, to Greece. Um, the country's biggest asset, in my opinion, is its human capital. Uh, Greeks have a level of ingenuity and passion that allows them to excel in bringing new technologies to the next level. And that's what I think we, we can capitalize on to build um, an even bigger role for the, for the country in the region, and why not in the world in the future? Uh, so we're excited to continue to partner with all of you on, on this journey. Looking forward to shaping the next 15 years together. Thank you.